Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 39 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. Um, and I would like to thank all of you for being part of the podcast. And I would like to thank all of you, uh, you know, for your questions and uh, your suggestions and your kind feedback. Um, and you know this is this is incredible. We've done uh, uh, now like thirty nine episodes. This is amazing. And again, I'm I'm so overwhelmed by you know the the the, the feedback and the questions. So thank you so much, and please keep it up. Um, yeah, and and if you have any questions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail .com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail .com, and inshallah, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. Today's episode is basically, uh, I was always, I was intended to make an episode, uh, regarding today's topic. Uh, but you know, one of, one of the listeners, uh, by the name of Matt, thank you, Matt, so much for, you know, listening, um, sent me, um, uh, actually a couple of emails regarding, um, talking about today's topic. Basically, Matt is from the uh, LGBTQ community, and um, he was interested about Islam. Uh, he, I mean, he is still interested, I'm sorry. He's still interested about Islam, and he um, was, you know, agnostic for a, a very long time, uh, for a couple of years, and he basically... Uh, found something in Islam. Something attracted him to Islam, and uh, but the problem is to him that he is a member of the LGBTQ community, and um, he doesn't know um, how accepting. Um, maybe if if I understood the, the 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 you know the question right or you know the topic right that uh, the the Muslim community will be or does it contradict being a Muslim and uh, and homosexual or being a Muslim and gay? Um, does does you know is there a contradiction? Can you even be a Muslim and gay at the same time? So that's basically today's topic, and today's topic is best again. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're, we will say, um, but at the end of the day, let's uh, let me put something up front. Um, in every episode we 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 had before of any any kind of topic we talked about before, the main thing or the main theme or the main uh, quote that we should live by and actions that we should live by is is what. Is that a law is always first. Allah is above everything. Pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes, you know, before anything, including ourselves. Pleasing ourselves with whatever we do, you know. And this is this is what Islam is all about. You please Allah, you do what Allah tells you to do, you don't do what Allah doesn't tell you to do. Um then what happens? You could do anything, like anything else is permissible for you. You just obey the commands, stay away from, you know, the forbidden stuff. That's it. You could do whatever you want. And there is a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to do certain, allowed certain things, made certain things mandatory, made certain things forbidden, right? And and we talked, we had a... Um, 
a couple of episodes regarding you know uh, uh the 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 actions or you know this it was the actually it was the episodes i think it was episode number i don't want to say 35 34 which is it's called, it's under the title of sins and and, and 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 repentance in islam and we discussed the five actions that a human being would do so allah allowed certain things and allah ordain th- certain things to be mandatory like praying five times a day you know going to hajj for fasting and also allah forbade certain things like you know adultery um drinking consuming alcohol eating pork uh eating dead animals like almita uh like animal who died before you know being processed or being slaughtered um um uh gambling uh, a lot of things there's a lot of a lot of things and and if you look at it at the end of the day, um, it's for our own benefit. Allah does not, you know, at the end of the day, when Allah tells you to not do not do something, rest assured the benefit is it's come it's to you, it's for you, it's beneficial to you. Rest assured that it's beneficial to you. Allah doesn't, you know, for Allah tell you not to consume liquor, not to get drunk. That doesn't make. Allah, you know, that doesn't add or, or or take away from Allah's, you know, dominion. It's all for you. But at the same time, because sometimes we don't know any better, Allah makes it official. This is forbidden. So if you do it, whatever that Allah forbade, then you're a sinner. Now, I just wanted to put this up front so we can talk freely about, you know, the topic of the LGBTQ uh, community uh, from an Islamic perspective, uh, and and how does does it contradict? So uh, before also I, I start giving, uh, uh, it's not even my opinion. That's the thing. It's the opinion of the majority of the scholars, and we'll we'll talk about certain things, right? But um, um, also I remember Matt mentioned in his in in his email that he was listening to I, I think another podcast or um, like a show or something like that where. Uh, person is 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 is, uh, is gay and muslim and then the person says that there's nothing in the quran that shows that being gay is is haram or or is a sin and that allah created everyone perfect including gay people he created them perfect and i have a response to that um not in a bad way or anything like that but i have a clarification uh, or more of um you know um clarifying that the, the, these two statements uh but uh let's let's talk about so here's the thing in tackling this there's bad news and there's good news there's something good and there's something bad right and uh let me start with the bad news Right or the bad? It's not bad news. I, I mean, it's it's over dramatic, but you know what I mean. Like, just let's start with the bad news. And you know what's so funny? Like, uh, this is even me personally. If if somebody comes to me and be like, "Hey, we have a bad news and a good news. Which one would you like to hear first? I always always go for the bad news first. Always, without a doubt, because I feel like I want to end it on a good note. So you could tell me the bad news and then tell me the good news, and you know maybe the good news will always be you know make me feel better about whatever bad that you know the bad news that i've you know that you just told me about so i always choose always choose the bad news first so inshallah i'm gonna go with the you know the negatives first and then let's go with the positives the good news inshallah so there is no doubt there is absolutely no shred of doubt 
that being uh, homosexual, being gay, is a sin in Islam and in all the religions, right? But we're talking about Islam here for now, but every religion, every single religion, consider homosexuality is a major sin. For us too, it's the same exact thing. But here is the point, because there's a big misconception, so I want to talk about it right now. Being gay without acting upon it, being gay, like having um, uh, um, feelings for the same gender, for the same sex, is not sinful. You're not sinful when you have gay thoughts. Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not ever hold us accountable for our thoughts. You could have a thought of having sex, straight sex, doesn't have to be gay, you know, or, or homosexual. That's also, that's called adultery, right? If you want to have sex before marriage with someone from the opposite sex, this is a major sin. Same thing, right? But having the thoughts of you know being attracted to either the opposite gender or the same gender just the thoughts and you don't act upon it it's not sinful in islam in any way because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not hold us accountable for our thoughts it's very simple right great now being gay or thinking about the Acting now, let's now we discuss the fact that okay, you have gay thoughts, that doesn't mean make, make any difference in Islam, right? But let's say you acted upon it, You're, you you became with someone who's from the same sex, right? Or the same gender, okay? Now, let's say that this happened without marriage, like a boyfriend girlfriend or a boyfriend boyfriend kind of situation, or a girlfriend girlfriend kind of situation, right? This is major sin, this is sinful as much as. Being a try well, a little bit more, and I'll talk about this. But it's also having a girlfriend from the opposite sex is a major sin. Meaning, getting physical and everything is a, is a major sin. It's called adultery, right? Again, it's the same thing, right? So, being whether being a gay or being straight, having a, 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 a relationship um, uh, with the opposite gender or the same gender, whether you're gay or not, is still a major sin if it's not in the confinement of marriage. Now here's the big one. If you get married to the opposite sex, great if you follow the marriage rules in Islam, and I had a whole episode about the interfaith marriage and whatever, and which I discussed the whole marriage in, in general, then good for you. Now you're not sinful. Having marriage with the same sex is a problem it is you are still sinful you are still sinful you did not fix anything by getting married to the uh, to the same to the same sex or the same gender uh, person that you're you know in a relationship with you didn't do anything different it's the same problem now why and 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 the person and let me address one of the the statements, and actually, let me address the two statements that were made by this this Muslim uh, gay person who you know um, uh, I don't again I don't it's a, maybe it was another podcast or something. Number one, when uh, it was said that um, Islam is not uh, uh, being a Muslim or being gay is not sinful, and it's not mentioned in the Quran, that's actually an 
you know, not true. Actually, there's a whole chapter about the people of Lot or Lut. And if, if those of you who don't know the story about the people of Lut, the nation of Lut, the nation of Lut is basically was basically people that the majority of them were homosexuals. Also, the majority of them were men. And they were engaged in, you know, getting with the same gender uh, on a relationship, whether marriage or not, it doesn't matter at this point. So Allah was angry at them, and he mentioned that in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, أَتَأْتُونَ الذُّكْرَانَ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ Do you, like, get together with male? He's talking about, he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was talking to male, to, to, the, to the guys, to the men. Do you go to people and you leave وَتَذَرُونَ مَا خَلَقَ لَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ مِنْ أَزْوَاجِكُمْ And you leave basically the females from the people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created to be your spouses. بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادُونَ You're really committed a big or a major sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned a lot that they are a people who commit fahisha. Fahisha in Arabic means a major sin that's related to uh, to sex, to intercourse, or to any 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 type of like you know sexual uh, major sin is called in Arabic fahisha. So this is explicit in the Quran. Explicit in the Quran. The Prophet ﷺ, Muslims, we believe in the authenticity of the hadith, the authentic hadith, the same way we believe in the Qur'an, by the way. Same exact, it's the same importance, same everything. And there's so many hadith about the people of Lot. Lot is a prophet of Allah, just to let you know. Lut in Arabic, Lut, Qawm Lut. Qawm Lut, or the people of Lut. Lut is a prophet of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him to those people who did not listen, and they kept engaging in their, um, you know, um, having the relationship with, with the same gender. And uh, Allah punished the people, by the way, and it was a very, uh, very powerful punishment. It's mentioned in, in all of our books. It's, it's all, it's all uh, documented in the Quran and the Seerah and the Sunnah. That, my, my bad, not the Seerah, the Sunnah. And um, they were basically, uh, Allah sent Angel Gabriel, and Angel Gabriel lifted the entire town on his one of his wings and went up to this I think the seventh heaven or something like that and and then he flipped it upside down and crushed it back to earth. So went back to earth, he threw it back, so he lifted the town, took a slice of that town, and then he lifted all up and then he put it back upside down. Until it was, you know, everybody in the middle was squished, except the believers or those who listened to Prophet Lot left the town because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Lot and all the believers with him and his family to leave the town before this happened. Now, seems very harsh, right? Now, here's the thing. It's, this is not surprising. That doesn't mean anything, by the way. That doesn't mean that this should happen to uh, gay people right now. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from Allah's traditions is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you, tells you to do something and he sends you a prophet and you disobey the prophet directly, like straight up, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes you on the spot. 
and it's a big punishment. So, and this is known. Moses, what happened to the people of uh, of Pharaoh? Allah split the sea, drowned them. You know, set those birds um, uh, uh, that like what were and, and blood and rivers of blood, or whatever the, the 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 stories are, the horrifying stories. You know, the people of Ad, the people of Thamud, all those people, all those civilizations, they disobeyed the. It doesn't matter regarding what, like. The idea is not about the homosexuality here. It's about disobeying a messenger that was sent by Allah while the messenger is alive. He's with us right now and you say no to him even though he proved to you that he's a messenger of Allah and he did prove to them, but they still disobeyed. And what happened when he, when, when anybody, any nation disobeys the messenger while the messenger is alive, Allah sends his punishment immediately. This is a known thing. Once the messenger is gone, Allah does not punish you immediately. Think about it. People are saying that Jesus is the son of God, son of Allah, or he is Allah. It's the same thing. Doesn't that anger Allah? Oh, absolutely. Actually, nothing angers Allah more than that. One of the craziest things, you know. Why doesn't Allah punish them right away? No, there's no messenger alive between us who's telling us the truth. It's all depending on what the Prophet ﷺ, the final Prophet and Messenger, Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, left us. Some will be punished, but some, their punishment will be left until the hereafter. So I was just trying to explain that the punishment that happened to the people of Lot, not just because uh, they were homosexuals. No, no, no. It was because they disobeyed the Messenger when he was tried, trying to guide them to Allah while the Messenger was living amongst them. Then Allah sends his punishment right away. He does not wait until the year, until the day of judgment. Now, this story is in the Quran. And it's not, again, so many civilizations mentioned in the Quran, they were destroyed. Not because of the sin, it's because of their disobeying the messenger that was sent to them or the prophet that was sent to them. Okay. Now, again, have being uh, acting upon uh homosexuality or acting upon a regular desire between a man and a woman is a major sin it's a big deal right now with that being said this is this was all the bad news <laughs> got the bad news out of the way the good news is yes you can be a muslim and be gay no problem it does not make you not muslim it does not nullify the fact that you are Muslim. We talked about the nullifiers of Islam in the past couple of episodes. You can go back and see exactly the conditions and what makes you not Muslim anymore. I mean, once you become a Muslim, of course. It's, you could be a Muslim and drink alcohol. You can be a Muslim and you know commit adultery with, with, with the opposite sex. You still can be a Muslim. That doesn't take away from the Islam. But you're going to be a Muslim with, with the sin. So, again, many of us have major sins in, the, in their lives. All of us have regular sins. Many, 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 many of us have major sins. And we ask Allah for, you know, we repent to Allah, we ask Allah for forgiveness. Now, here's the issue. <clears throat> Being... Uh, gay uh, or being from the LGBTQ community and being a Muslim 
should not contradict each other. Because again, it's a major sin. You're committing a major sin. You are committing a major sin. I'm, I'm emphasizing that. But again, if you are in a relationship with a girl and uh, you're living with her without marriage or whatever, it's still a major sin. If anybody is attracted to the opposite gender and they're acting upon it physically, it's a major sin. Right? So here's the thing. Being... Uh, there's a lot of things, like, for example, I understand that some people argue the fact that, okay, some, some are, are born like that or, or, you know, some people are, um, you know, born gay and, and some people, the whole, the whole, the whole concept of uh, nature versus nurture, right? It's, 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 it's there. And uh, there's a lot of proofs that it's, it's, it's mostly na nurture than nature. But I mean, think about it. Why would Allah create you? Uh, uh, like homosexual when Allah called that a major sin think about it now don't get me wrong I'm not trying to like be little of, of, of you know the, the, the sexual orientation or whatever you choose to be but what I'm trying to say is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates us in certain ways Allah creates the temptation for us and he doesn't make it look like a temptation. He makes it look like it's the right thing to do. That's why it's a temptation. That's why it's a test. You know what I mean? Uh, like, get the, let's say, a, a, a two non-Muslims who love each other and they are, you know, they, they get together uh, physically. And they're in love with each other. In love with each other, right? Doesn't matter. Same sex, Same gender, opposite gender, doesn't really matter, right? And try to convince them that, that this is wrong. They won't be convinced because they're so invested in their emotional relationship that whatever you're going to say will just not stick. At the end of the day, who knows what's right and what's wrong? Not us. Trust me, it's not us. It's Allah. He created us from scratch. That's it. He knows how we operate. He knows what's good for us. He knows what's bad for us. We don't make the rules when it comes to certain things. Allah does. And why does Allah, why is he the one creating the rules? Because he's the one who created you and created everything you live in and cre created everything around you, including yourself. So yeah, he does have the right to tell us what to do and what not to do. Now, it's an urge. Being homosexual is an urge. Thinking about these same you know, gender is an urge. You can act upon it or you can ask Allah to guide you. Here's the thing. Let's say that you and I both don't know what's right and what's wrong about this. How about that? Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make dua. Ask Allah to guide you. You don't have to ask Allah to not make me gay. And this, by the way, this, Micah, I'm addressing all uh, uh, all you know, everybody. This is not uh, being addressed to to the listener as uh, as well. This is addressed to everybody. Just make dua to Allah. Ask Allah sincerely to guide you to the right choice. That's it. That's all I have to do. You know. At the end of the day, like I said, being straight, ha wanting. Okay, when a guy sees a beautiful woman, or when a woman sees an attractive guy. Most of the time, they, they, there is a, um, uh, what's the word? There's an actual attraction, a physical attraction that happens between them. And whether they work, now, I can see a girl in a supermarket, 
and I think she's extremely beautiful, right? Great. Now, I can go talk to that girl or just say, oh, subhanAllah, mashallah, and keep walking. The choice is up to us. The idea Allah does not hold me accountable for thinking someone is beautiful, you know, or attractive, but trying to act upon it. Now, I could go and say, hey, do you, would you would you want to get me? If I'm not married, I would have said, hey, um, I would like to propose to you or whatever. How is your life? Like, I, I could do it the right way. Or I could be like, hey, let's date. Let's go out and let's do this and let's do that. And anger. It, it's there is a fine line between dealing with our urges. Allah created us with certain urges. And this is, we, we were created with necessities. You know, um, our sexual needs is one of the necessities. It's like food and, well, it's not as important as, you know, eating and drinking, but it comes really close after. Now, some have the urge to, you know, um, the sexual urge towards the same gender. Okay, great. Up until this point, there's no problem in Islam. You know, acting upon it. Now, I'm not trying to tell you, oh, you you, you change your 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 sexual preference or no 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 no. All I'm saying is, for you, to, I want to give you the full picture right now. I don't want to sugarcoat. I don't want to because I, I could have easily you know like beautified it and told you, hey, Islam is perfect. It will take you no matter who you are. It will. Actually, Islam will take you no matter what and who you are. Islam does not see color, does not see sexual uh, preferences. But some of the things that Islam will take you with, if, you, if you're still insisting upon them, they, you'll be considered a sinner, but that's it. You're still going to be a Muslim. It's that simple. But it, if you're asking, is it haram, is it, is it a major sin? Absolutely it is. I would I would have loved to tell you no it's not but unfortunately it is there's so many evidence from the Quran itself like the story that I just told you if you look it up it's in the Quran explicit and in the hadith explicit there's no doubt about it but I, I don't want to tell you oh no it's all good and, and and oh you're you will be accepted as a as a muslim brother of course you will be and if anybody who doesn't accept you that means they're not true muslims because everybody could commit major sins. Everybody could do that. Again, like I said, having a relationship with the opposite gender is a major sin if it's not in a confinement of marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? So what, what I'm trying to tell you is, Islam, and, and, and also there's one important thing, which is Islam or religions in general, some people would say, well, this is 2020, you know, like stop thinking backward. You know, you're thinking in a backward way. Islam is very backwards. To that I say every religion should be backwards. If a religion customizes itself, updates itself, evolves with the, evol like, you know, with the evolution of the society, with the evolution of culture, then it's not a true religion. Religion must have certain rules and regulations, certain laws, certain things that you should do, certain, certain things that you shouldn't do, and this should stay the same until we die, until the end of time, until the day of judgment. A religion that switches and flips based on the current uh, cultural norm is not a religion, it's simply culture. You know what I mean? So, we're not supposed to make the religion adapt to our needs. We should adapt ourselves and our needs to the religion. 
That's what Islam is all about. And alhamdulillah, that's why Islam is one version. There's one version of the Quran. Well, there's many sects, but my point is one version of the Quran, one sunnah to follow, and that's it. That's it. So my point is, and oh, I wanted to address the second thing, which is Allah created us perfect even if we're gay. That was the second statement that that person from the podcast told you about or you know, spoke about. Allah's creation is perfect no matter what. But not when it comes to actions. Now, Allah mentions in the Quran numerously that He has the perfect creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the chapter of teen, I created mankind in the best, most perfect way possible. Allah's talking about our brains, how they are placed in you know our skulls, our hands, and the mechanism of movement and the network of our brains and, and the movement of our bodies, legs and stomach and you know the heart pumping. This whole process is so complex, but it's perfect. There's no flaw in it. And sometimes you'll see people, you know, are born with certain defects, but they are born with certain defects on purpose. Allah is testing certain people, either them or their families. There is a wisdom of that. But in general, it's all perfect. Even in that defect that you think it's a defect is also perfection. Not when it comes to actions. Allah does not. Because that basically when you when you when when the person is making the statement that all of us are are perfect, even gay people. You're being gay based on what? And and actions. Being you know, being gay or straight is a product of your actions, or a product of your emotions, and you act upon them. It's not a definition of a human being, right? So acting as a straight person or acting as a gay person does not make you that per- has nothing to do with being perfect or not. Again, like I said, feeling that you are gay is absolutely not sinful. It's not a sin. Acting upon it, you commit started committing sins. Then how, how are you calling yourself perfect? I mean, I'm not saying that you're calling yourself like, how do we call ourselves perfect when we commit adultery, even with the opposite sex? How do we call ourselves perfect when we steal from one another? How do we call it? We're not perfect when it comes to actions. We're perfect when it comes to the creation. Physically, we are perfect. That's basically what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us. Our actions, it varies from one to one person to another. One person could be good, one person could be horrible. You know what I mean? So that's that's what is meant by the perfect creation. The physical creation of all of mankind. So, again, like I said, being gay and being Muslim, they do not contradict. You could be Muslim and gay. You could be Muslim and you could drink liquor, alcohol. You could be Muslim and, you know, not... uh, not being married and having you know relationships without marriage, you could, that does not take you out of the fold of Islam. It makes you uh, uh, makes your faith way less because you're basically doing what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has forbade us to do. But you're still a Muslim. That's my point. Now, but you have to know that it's a major sin if you're acting upon it, even if you're married. When it comes to you know marrying the same gender. Because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that the marriage has to be. It's mentioned in the Quran, by the way, and in the Sunnah. Between a man and a woman. Has to be between a man and a woman. Islam won't look look at you like you're any less of a human being. That's very incorrect. And if somebody does this, then they're true Muslims. 
That's another good news. That's another good news. Which is what? Which is, we all make mistakes. In uh, Us as Muslims, we know we all make mistakes. We, we all commit sins. That doesn't make us less of people, of, of like, you know, of, of, of humans. We just repent to Allah, ask for Allah's forgiveness and His guidance. Simple. The, the question was, is it a sin or not? It's a sin, for sure. Can we navigate through that sin? Absolutely we can. Because at the end of the day, being a Muslim is all about worshipping one God. Dying as a non-Muslim, unfortunately, does not grant you paradise. Like, period. So, being a Muslim is a bigger deal than being gay or straight. Do you understand how, like, you know, it's, it's way bigger than your sexual preference. It's way bigger. Becoming a Muslim is way more important than being gay or being straight. But you can deal with that later. You know my point, but, but you, you know what I'm saying? But like for now, you have to understand fully that being gay does not make you not Muslim at all. No, you can be Muslim and you can be gay. Being gay and acting upon it, being gay just by thoughts, okay, you're great. No, no, no sins here. Acting upon being, you know, homosexual, being gay, or even being a heterosexual. So if, you, if you're homosexual or heterosexual and you're acting upon these things in a non-marriage uh, forms, again, being gay, you can't get married because it's the same thing. You have to, it, marriage, Allah, Allah specifies marriage has to be between a wife, a man, and a woman. Do you understand? So that's basically my point. It's as major sin as being with the opposite sex. But that's not a reason for you not to be a Muslim. Actually, you know, not, not true. Not true. And once you become a Muslim, there are so many things you could do. Like I said, just make dua to Allah, pray to Allah. Oh Allah, guide me for the truth. You don't, do not ever, and I think we discussed this a couple episodes ago, do not ever underestimate the power of dua, of supplication, or of asking Allah for something. Don't you ever do that. Trust me. So, yeah, I, listen, Islam welcomes every single human being. Every single human being. But like that doesn't mean that you're not sinful. No. Because we're all sinners. We're all sinners. Now I'm not saying this is a we're all committing major sins, but my point is, yes, you could be a Muslim and you could be gay. But the problem is you have to understand that it is a major sin. If you're acting upon it, it's a major sin. So what happens next is there are so many things. Either you live with the fact that you're sinning and you can keep asking for forgiveness or you ask for true guidance. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's, it is what it is. Like, again, I am a heterosexual man. I'm straight. Right? Okay. Now, let's say I was not married and I'm attracted to the opposite gender. Right? Okay. It's an urge. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm being, let's say I'm in a room, the same room and the same, the opposite gender, a girl is attracted to me. Okay, I could act upon it or I could suppress how I feel. How to act upon it? By going, hey, hello, give me a phone number, blah, 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 and then commit a major sin. In my condition, because it's two opposite sex, I can actually propose to that person and get married. But let's say that I don't want to do that, so I just suppress how I feel. 
Make dua to Allah. Pray, pray to Allah. Allah is the one who created me and the other person. Allah is in control of everything. Do you understand? So what I'm trying to tell you is, it's not crazy um, if if you're gay or not. It's it's and it's not crazy to you know try to understand uh, your sexual preference and and using Allah as a guidance. Allah is your our ultimate guidance in everything. Again, biology. He created us. He knows how our bodies and our emotions work. So, so yeah, uh, I, I hope I answered uh, uh, at least the points that, you know, were addressed. Uh, uh, I hope that I didn't, you know, miss anything. And if I did, please let me know. But yeah, I, th I think at the end of the day, so what? If you're, you, you just do the biggest step. Being a Muslim is way bigger than being homosexual. Or straight. Does not matter. Being Muslim is a big deal. Then why are you being a Muslim? Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide you. Guide you. I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong. But guide you. You know, like, okay, what's right and what's wrong? Oh Allah, show me the right way. That's it. You know? And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, make it, make your choice. And, 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 and your uh, upcoming uh, life is uh, uh, easy and and smooth inshallah and yeah matt anytime you you know have any questions please let me know again I, I i had to tell you like this is this is basically how it is but there is i think it's 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 very hopeful you know the fact that islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we sin all the time and he's willing to forgive us and he's willing to help us if we just ask for help that's it you know Islam is not painting uh, homosexuality as a disease or anything like that. Absolutely not. Because I just drew the comparison between being homosexual and being straight. If I do the same things and act, you know, uh, on my up, up, upon my urge with no Islamic ruling, then I'm a major sinner as well. You understand? That's what it is. You know, like if, if for example, like I, I, uh, for, I, I love, um, I just want to give you this one example and, um, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. I love, uh, my, one of my favorite, uh, drinks of all time or yeah, uh, cotton candy milkshake. It's a little bit odd. I know a lot of people, you know, they uh, raise their eyebrows when I say that, but it is cotton candy ice cream as well. Anything cotton candy flavored, but I'm not a big fan of actual cotton candy. So that's, you know, one thing to know about me. But I love cotton candy milkshake. I love it, right? It's, it's something that attracts me. If I'm in a place and I see cotton candy milkshake, I go for it. But here's the thing. Would I always drink it every single day? No, I wouldn't. Because I know when to stop. You know, I know when to stop. There are certain things that are good for you. And there are certain things that it seems, it seems very, very, very delicious to me when I look at it. When I take a sip from it, oh, great. Oh, my God, it tastes so good. But I can't drink it every single day. There has to be some limits to how we go about things. You know, I know that we're in 2020 right now, but at the end of the day, you have to understand what. Where is the limit when it comes to our sexual preferences? What can we do? What can we, we cannot have any relationships without marriage. We cannot have relationships, and this is from an Islamic perspective, with the same gender, 
whether we're married or not, because marriage Allah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it between a man and a woman. You have to control your urge. Whether, again, I'm not saying that it's anything um, negative or anything, but I'm just saying it's like an urge like being straight and feeling some sort of emotions toward the opposite sex is an urge. It's the same exact thing. You know what I'm saying? Me, when I'm like in a presence of, of, of someone who's like, you know, um, uh, like a beautiful or attractive or somebody who's like not dressed or whatever, like you go to the beach, I turn my face the other way and say, um, you know, A'udhu Billah or may Allah protect me. Not because I'm afraid, oh my God, but you're protecting your eyes, you're protecting yourself. You know, that's, it's the same urge in my opinion. So, with that being said, I hope that again I answered uh, uh, your questions and I, 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 if there's anything, and oh, by the way, I know you asked me about uh, a guide to being a new Muslim. Inshallah, I'm going to do that uh, pretty soon. Uh, you know, the guide of, uh, you know, the ultimate guidelines to be, you know, becoming a new uh, Muslim. I actually made that uh, with one of my students, but I never recorded it in a podcast, but someone who alhamdulillah converted and became a Muslim. Um, but uh, yeah, I will do that inshallah. And please, if you have any questions, any questions, if, if there's something I did not elaborate, if something I missed, please let me know, Matt. And anybody else, if you have any comments or any questions about that, please let me know. Or Thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.